Worried about letting someone else pick out the perfect avocado for your perfect impress them on the third date guacamole? Well, good thing Instacart shoppers are as picky as you are. They find ripe avocados like it's their guac on the line. They are milk expiration date detectives. They bag eggs like the 12 precious pieces of cargo they are. So let Instacart shoppers overthink your groceries so that you can overthink what you'll wear on that third date. Download the Instacart app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance, too, with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. Welcome to Sports Talk here on the Big 870. Mike Detail along with Charlie Long in studio at 550. Steve Geller will join us. Uh, certainly the, the breaking news which happened earlier this afternoon that the New Orleans Saints running back Alvin Kamara uh, agreed to plead no contest to a misdemeanor charge of breach of Priest uh, for Las Vegas nightclub beating. He'll have to do community service, 30 hours, also paid a medical bills, over 100 grand. And who knows uh, what else is settled that uh, we won't really know all about uh, to, to keep all this in check. So for, we bring in uh, New Orleans criminal district, uh, I almost say district attorney, but <laughs> criminal defense attorney, Greg Murdoch. Craig, thanks so much for joining us this afternoon to sort of break this down for us. Craig, uh, last time we talked, you were pretty certain that they would come to this plea, some sort of plea deal, that this would not get in front of a jury uh, for, for reasons on both sides. And so, man, I got to give you credit. You called, you made this call, uh, and this was a couple months back, that this sort of agreement would happen. It, it's amazing what money does in the criminal justice process, Mike. I, I, um, I, short of Alvin uh, not having or having the resources to kind of make this go away and a very skilled uh, defense attorney and Richard Schoenfeld, or he had two, Richard Schoenfeld and David Shaznov, um, he was able to, to reach a resolution that I think is favorable, uh, honestly, for everyone involved, for Darnell Green, for Las Vegas, for the Clark County DA's office, for Alvin Kamara, for the Saints, and for the Saints fans. So uh, it, this could have gone, uh, and there was always a chance that this could have gone south. I mean, I, I, I think I've I've couched my analysis in this saying, look, there, there is a chance that this goes to trial. There is a chance that he is convicted. I mean, I, I think he would have been convicted. A hundred percent would have been convicted at trial of this. Um, but yeah, this is a, a huge win for the saints. It's a huge win for Alvin Kamara. It's, it's a, I mean, I, we don't know the terms of the settlement, but I suspect north of mid six figures is probably what was paid out. Maybe even seven figures, and uh, so Darnell Green is is well compensated, and his lawyer Tony Busby is well compensated, and uh, um, so it's a good day all around. I think, even uh, considering the situation that uh, you know caused this incident. 
Craig, uh, two things. One, the uh, the judge in this case still has to sign off on this. And people brought up about the the community service time in a certain period of time. But the judge can always stretch that out, can't he? Yes, absolutely. It's it, the other thing. It's only thirty hours. I mean, it's basically two days and another six hours. Um, he can get that done pretty quickly. And and the other thing is is Alvin Kamara is not doing litter abatement uh, or you know on the side of the highway or anything like that. He'll he'll be going to schools and using himself and this incident as an example and telling kids to you know doing a scared straight kind of thing. Um, yeah, there, there's probably some limit to how long the judge would give him to complete the, the probation, um, the community service requirements of the probation. Uh, that being said, it's not, this is not the most strenuous, uh, community service requirement I've ever seen. And I, I suspect, um, I suspect he can get it done before training camp starts, but if not, um, it would not be an issue to extend the probation out um, past three months. One of the things we don't know about will, will be the NFL because they have always uh, taken the stand that it doesn't matter to them, does not matter uh, if you were convicted in front of a jury or not, that they've done this in other cases, come in here and suspend a player. And, and that's just an educated guess. Could it be four games, five games, six games, eight games? Who knows with the commissioner on this particular part. But to have this kind of settled for the most part before training camp really sort of takes uh, Alvin Kamara now to uh, – that he can get back to business, uh, I guess is the best way to put it. Uh, I completely agree. He, you know, ha- being a criminal defendant and having something like this over your head, even even if your lawyer is telling you, Alvin, we've got this under control, um, you know, we're going to get this resolved, all of that, it, it takes a toll and it takes a stress on a criminal defendant. I, I don't care who you are, it, whether you're Donald Trump or Alvin Kamara or some guy who's who's got a misdemeanor marijuana charge or DUI charge, uh, being in the criminal justice system takes a mental toll on you and it makes you less effective at your personal relationships, your job, all those things. So yes, this is a huge lift off Alvin Kamara's shoulders and a huge, um, you know, obviously the saints can deal with the suspension. I suspect it'll be coming down pretty soon, but as we know, the NFL, you know, they, they kind of just do whatever they want. But I, I think it would come down pretty soon after after this happens. Yeah, and I think for the Saints, I'd rather take it early. Listen, if you're going to suspend them, suspend them early. Because if, if you sort of in the hunt here in the NFC South, which you should be, uh, I want him on the field in December. Uh, that, that's just yes. the way I would feel about it. Look, in September and October, listen, I'll take my lumps and I'll go with Kendra Miller and I'll go with Jamal Williams and, and Taysom and then hopefully get him back uh, somewhere during the season. You brought up the fact of the financial situation uh, with the individual who was uh, beaten up in this case. And, and you brought up, you know, mids, so you're talking about 600000 to maybe a million dollars that this kind of would go to. Now, again, that's just sort of a guess because I don't know if we'll really ever know the, the exact amount. So, so this is just the rule of thumb is usually in a, a civil lawsuit that involves um, injury. 
um, you're looking at three times damages. Now, we know he had $105,000 in medical bills, and, and you're, you're limited in your restitution uh, in the criminal case. So um, the old, basically, you, you're allowed to get real loss in, in a criminal case in restitution. So, um, you know, pain and suffering, mental distress, all of that, you can't get any of that. You just get your, your economic damages. So we know that, but then we don't know if Darnell Green had any kind of disfigurement, um, which I would assume he had partial disfigurement, at least for, you know, some time after the injury. We don't know whether he missed work. We don't know any of those things. So, um, you know, I'm thinking there's probably at least another fifty to $100,000 in sort of other damages that are not part of the criminal case. And that would put it close to six hundred. And then you've got to think that um, Tony Busby, who was Darnell Green's lawyer, and Darnell Green had a tremendous amount of leverage over Kamara and his attorneys, because if they didn't agree to a settlement, then Kamara has to go to trial on a felony charge the day before training camp. So I would assume there's probably a premium in there for that as well. And I, I would think, yeah, I mean, I think you're getting, I don't know that it's guaranteed seven figures, but I, I think it's pretty close to that. Craig, one of the things too is uh, a lot of people don't like to hear this, but it's true in life. And you, you a lawyer, you understand it. Nothing's fair. And uh, you brought up the fact that if you can afford, uh, you know, a high price attorney and he's dealt with these sort of cases before and dealt with them in Las Vegas, this is about as good as you're going to get if you're Alvin Kamara uh, for what he got put on him. But, man, his attorney, uh, again, the experience, the knowledge, and, and this is why you're paying the kind of money that you're paying for him to sort of get you the best deal you can. Looking at this, Craig, could he ask for anything better? He could not. This is the best possible deal. Um, a dismissal was never going to be on the table because of the closed-circuit TV cameras in the in the casino. So even if Darnell Green um, did not want to go forward with this, there was always a chance that the DA's office could say, let's go forward and we're just going to use the CCTV uh, footage to convict you. Now, as a practical matter, I don't think that's likely, but that is something that could have been done. And that that's certainly, that's why this is a good deal. And that's why getting a misdemeanor in this case um, is probably the best you could hope for versus a dismissal or some type of diversion or non-judicial uh, adjudication of the matter. Craig, we don't know this for a fact, but, uh, you know, I don't know of any other issues Kamara has had off the field. So when you're looking at this, would, would that have been part of the consideration when you're trying to do this from a standpoint? It, it was a, a big offense of what happened, but that uh, had this gone in front of a jury, in front of a judge, the fact that he hadn't had any other things off the field that we know about, uh, that that has to be a plus for him. I, I completely agree. Uh, I typically, if, if he had had another misdemeanor battery or another case that had been pled down or something like that, I don't think he would have gotten this deal. Um, 
And yes, being having a clean record always helps a defendant who is facing a criminal charge without question. And, you know, Kamara has has really I mean, since he's been in the league, he other than this incident has been a very, very solid citizen. I mean, I think the worst thing that other than this incident, I think the worst thing was he was pictured uh, at a bar without a mask during COVID. And it was a bar in Metairie too. So, so I, I, you know, I don't think it will, I, I don't think, I mean, he's basically been a very, very solid citizen and, and a very, very good, this is completely out of character for him. And I think that's certainly something um, that Shaznov and Schoenfeld argued. And it certainly made a difference with the DA's office. I, you know, at this point in the case, you're really not dealing with the judge. I mean, the judge is going to go along generally with what the parties agree to, and uh, unless it's a very, I mean, I know this is a violent felony, but it, but something extreme like a, um, you know, a sex case or something like that. But but in something like this, the judge is, you know, the the, the victim signed off on it. The DA is okay with it. Um, Alvin's done what he needs to, or is going to do what he needs to do to resolve the probation. The judge isn't really going to have a problem with this. So you're really negotiating with the district attorney. And usually the district attorney, the, the first thing they point to is the defendant's criminal record when you're asking for a misdemeanor on a felony. And if he has a prior misdemeanor, it's almost never going to happen. Craig, thanks so much for joining us this afternoon. I know I got in touch with you, got a short notice, but uh, man, we really appreciate it sort of breaking down that case involving Alvin Camaro. Thank you so much, buddy. No, no problem, Mike. All righty. That was Craig Murdoch, New Orleans criminal defense attorney. So I got to let him loose before he goes on national TV because he got something reared up. But uh, we want to thank Craig for jumping on with us and sort of breaking down that case uh, and uh, what's happened. And uh, to be honest with you, it was the best case scenario for Camaro, uh, for him. He really did. And, and uh, man, listen, when you can pay the kind of money you got to pay for attorneys, the uh, legal system is is not, not always fair in life. And we see it here today. We'll be back with more Sports Talk here on the Big 870 right after this break. Hey everyone, Boomer Esiason here. The NFL Draft is behind us and your favorite team is now gearing up for week number one. The free Odyssey app puts you right in the middle of the pro football conversation with the biggest sports radio stations from across the country. The local voices who know your team the best, giving you their unfiltered takes on the current state of your squad. It's always football season right here on the free Odyssey app. 